Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Alejandra, content marketing specialist at 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Wednesday here with 3W. My name is Alejandra, and I'm here today with my coworker, Taylor. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thanks, Taylor, for being here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about, well, it's related to our health, of course, but in a special way, we wanted to bring awareness to National Migraine and Headache Awareness Month, which is in this month of June, and Taylor is going to be sharing her personal experience with migraines. It's not the the most fun topic, but it's insightful. And I think I'm I'm kind of excited to learn a little bit about it too, because I don't really know the difference between headaches and migraines. And I think it's going to help a lot of our listeners to just kind of feel that a little bit of unity, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe people will learn something. I know I certainly have as I've researched more about migraines and you know really what is what's been what's the research that's been done about them. Sure, so, yeah. sure. Well, cool. Well, do you want to start off kind of like with your a little bit of your story of how you discovered you had migraines? Yeah, gosh, I started having migraines actually as a really young child. I can't tell you like specifically when they started, but I just remember sometimes um, I'd be sitting in the back of like the car while my mother was driving mm-hmm. and I'd be crying, just like absolutely crying and holding my head because I would have such a severe migraine. I mean, Aww. it would make me incredibly sick. I couldn't like, I didn't want music on. I didn't want to see light at all. So I would have to have um like a towel or a cloth over my eyes and Mm. um, just lay down motion certainly made it far worse so like you know if we were ever in a car gosh that was just the worst so yeah I actually started at a really young age oddly enough migraines for me actually stopped for a bit of time after I started my my period (laughs) (laughs) wow I know right I didn't even think about that until my mom had brought it up and she was saying oh it's been a while since you've had a migraine and I thought I wonder when that happened and we start thinking about it we're like oh my gosh it totally started after I like had my first period yeah and then something happened I can't remember exactly when, but probably in the last like three or four years, I don't know, maybe after getting married or something, (laughs) that I I started having (laughs) migraines again, actually. And um, I actually, I I would more attribute to the migraines to probably just like starting work. Like I graduated, I start, you're sitting at a desk all day. You go from 
being in college, class to class, up and about, doing different things too. Sitting at a desk from a nine to five, and then you're staring at a computer screen oh, all yes. the time, and you're sitting under fluorescent lights, and you see no natural lighting, and that's when the migraines started like kicking in um, pretty severely again. Oh goodness! Yeah. Do you think it's because of being confined in one spot for so many hours that I'm sure it's a lot of things? Because for a while there, as many of you might know, I served as the office manager for a time, and so you are right in the middle of the clinic you're under like these pretty aggressive fluorescent lights and then yeah. you're looking at a computer screen and especially here in Seattle you're <laughs> there's like several months of the year where you're not seeing any natural light because of you know the sun goes down really early and it comes up really late and so for that reason I think it was a f- number of factors contributing to it wow wow so now that you kind of gave your well, you started pretty early, so like seven years old. Around yeah, there? I remember like being five or six. Oh goodness, even. that's like, early. Yeah. Wow. And your mom knew right away that it was a migraine? I think that it was, you know, when you're holding your head as a child and you're like crying and your mom has given you, you know, I don't know, children's Tylenol and nothing is working and you don't like, I mean, you also don't even want to watch TV. Like wow. kids almost always like you, you set them in front of a screen and they're pleased. <laughs> right. But like when you don't even want to look at a screen, you are in that much pain. You can kind of be like, oh, that's more than just a headache. That's more than just something like that's a sensitivity to light and likely a m- part of a migraine. Right. And then they would happen pretty frequently, like, you know, monthly, if not every other month. Wow. Yeah. So Taylor, can you tell us what the difference is between a regular headache and a migraine now that you've experienced, I'm sure both. Yeah. I feel like for me personally, a headache, I can kind of power through, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a little irritating. I can take some ibuprofen or Tylenol or what have you, and I can continue on with my day. Mm -hmm. A migraine, I can actually feel like some pretty severe pain on my head, like a lot, a lot of pressure, a lot of tension. I don't want to look at a light. I don't want to look at a Mm. screen. In fact, like the only thing I can really do, I can't even, I've taken ibuprofen. I've tried this a number of times because there was a stint of time where I was getting them every month, if not every two weeks. Um, and so I would even take ibuprofen when I felt a migraine coming on or a headache coming on and it would not help at all. So the only thing I could do was like go into a really dark room and sleep and that would kind of help get rid of it sometimes, wow. but not always. And do you, can you fall asleep right away? Usually, I mean, I can. <laughs> I, I don't know about other people, but yeah, I can. Because <laughs> I think, man, it takes me a little while to go to bed sometimes or fall asleep. And yeah, you know, but I'm sure like when you're in so much pain, you just want to kind of. Yeah, I usually it. can like help it by putting a cold cloth over my eyes and my forehead. And that will certainly help as well. You know, migraines can be tensions in the body. So sometimes I'll like have someone I know, like massage my head, okay. my neck or something like that to see if there's a tension built up somewhere that is causing the migraine. Okay. Okay. So I know like for me, I've never experienced migraines. Mm -hmm. How common is it? Like, would you say that 
a good majority of people experience migraines or is it kind of like every couple people? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Actually, I pulled some information off of the Migraine Research Foundation, which I think we're going to link in this description of this podcast. (laughs) And so some of the things that they had to say is that one in four U.S. households include someone who will experience a migraine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they go on to say that 12% of the population, including children, suffers from the migraine. Uh, from migraines this is crazy but like they're way more common in women apparently than they are in men Um, some 85% of chronic migraine sufferers are women and you know about 25% of women you know kind of live with migraines on and off in their life Uh, let's see here yeah, and uh, they, they go on even to say that it's likely caused from hormonal changes in the body for women, especially like the changes in, in estrogen and progesterone and different things like that. And, you know, I'm by no means, you know, medical. But <laughs> um, from what we know from femme, <laughs> we can assume that this is probably correct. But yes, they're, more, they're far more, far more common in women. Wow, wow. So... And then the research, like based on like now we know women receive them more mm-hmm. than men. How can women kind of gauge their like once a headache comes on or once a migraine comes on? How do they know? Oh, this is a migraine. I need to like. Yeah, that's a good cap. question. I'm trying, and I'm trying to think of how to answer that because like there are times when I do I do just have a headache. I can pop in some like I said, um, like some ibuprofen or something and some some mild painkillers and it'll go away and you know I can drink enough water and it will go away but with migraine it's like the more I fight it the more it grows oh that's so it's the opposite Uh, yeah almost like the more that I try and deal with it the more that it 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 increases it feels like (laughs) and so the only thing that I I can at least really do is I I need to find a dark room and I just need to sleep no even if I'm not tired I I just cannot be next to the light I cannot be loud sounds I mean it is like having a hangover that you cannot cure (laughs) it's just (laughs) awful oh my gosh I remember one time it was a couple months back and we were in a meeting and you had a really bad migraine mm-hmm. and you just you had a scarf and you put it over your head. I know. <laughs> it's like, like I had I to can't. be in that meeting, but I could not like be that present during the meeting. So I think, yeah, I looked awful. I had a scarf over my head and glasses. <laughs> I'm just yeah. drinking my water. It really does. You look you look like you've like come out you're coming to something from a night on the town, but it's like, no, trust me. My night was far more boring than you think. (laughs) Oh man. So would you say that's one of your remedies? And can you tell us a little bit more about like what other types of remedies? Like, so you say you like take ibuprofen, you go in a dark room with other natural remedies that you might have or yeah so some natural remedies and you know you guys can like listen to this more I'm sure that there's that oils podcast (laughs) that Lauren and I did lingering around in the web there (laughs) Um, but you I mean you know you can certainly use oils to help with tension in the body that can sometimes cause a migraine Mm -hmm. but I think that being more standing on a having a stance of preventative measures versus reactive measures is better so 
for instance, it's actually really important that I eat well. Um, if I eat like garbage, I've noticed that my migraines are more likely to come on. Wow. My hydration. So drinking lots of water helps prevent those migraines as well. Getting adequate amount of sleep is a big one as mm-hmm. well. So at least for me, my migraines are, you know, they come on or don't based on how I take care of my body, which is both frustrating and wonderful because as a result, I I maybe do take care of my body a little bit better, but at the same time, you know, (laughs) it sucks. Yeah. Cause you, you have to be on top of it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's from, that's from years and years of like watching my body ebb and flow and figuring out like, okay, now I'm figuring out what's working and what's not. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really good advice. I think, so basically taking care of your eating, probably exercise as well, sleep. Yeah. And then whatever little tactics (laughs) you have along the way to make you feel better. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's really good to know. And I'm, would you offer any piece of advice to, you know, our listeners out there that are maybe not are starting to discover they have a migraine and they don't know what to do? Like, yeah, I think that if you're having migraines and you're having them frequently, especially, you know, some people have it that it's like they've had a couple in their life. And so they're not really concerned. But if you're having them as frequently as, you know, several times a year, Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely take a look at how you're treating your body. But, you know, if it continues to persist, I would say, look, seek out uh, the advice of a primary care provider to see if there is. And I know that there are medications out there. There are strong prescribed medications out there to help with migraines. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the research is, but I know they exist. It's something that I haven't had to look into. I'm which is, you know, just my own story. But if that's what you have to do, do not be ashamed about it because it's better that you figure out what's going on and maybe Mm -hmm. even underlying what's going on. Is there a hormone imbalance? Is there something that you need to change or, or get on top of so that, because oftentimes migraines are a symptom of something else. And so figuring out what that something else is for me, it is taking care of my body. Migraines happen as a result of me not doing that. So what is the migraine a symptom of? And seeking out, you know, information from a primary care provider um, is like the best thing you can do for yourself. And I think that that is something that, you know, women and anyone should really take away. True, true. And I think, well, naturally, I don't know for us millennials and I'm sure younger generations, it's it's a little harder to we just think, oh, well, we're good. We don't need really to take care of ourselves or we can stay up as late as we want and get up early. It's mm-hmm. it's not going to affect us. But as we get older, <laughs> it starts to wear a little bit. Right. Yeah. So but I think it's great. And I think it helps give a little bit more reassurance that, well, at whatever age we need to take care of our bodies and that it can contribute. Yeah, right? the migrants can contribute in ways you never thought that they could. Absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for giving us your story, and hopefully, this helps other listeners as they battle <laughs> shades for migraine. Yeah, <laughs> but thank you, Taylor, and thanks to all our listeners. And stay tuned for our next episode. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3WMedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. 
You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.